There's a balloon in my booth. I don't think so. Here, my friend. This is a uh, this is a modified version. I am currently in a Bristol, Connecticut hotel room. The audio might sound a little different, but hopefully it's uh, good enough. We, I've got enough drops, and I've got the show open here, sitting with me, so that I think that's all we need, right? Maybe a little I, burger, maybe a little uh, Mitch Sherman, maybe a little John Bishop. Other than that, we're good. See, I was uh, I'm already now. This is I don't know how the listeners are feeling. I was anticipating because. This usually happens every year with us now where you are having to do the selection show so you are away from your home where you don't have you know the access to the to the mothership database that is all of the drops. I was bracing myself for a drop free show here, a drop free pod. The fact that we have we have the intro and we have at least some drops. Do we need to get, can you give me a feel for what we have? So I know as to not steer us in a direction it, that we do, we cannot have on a drop. Can you give me like, give me a sense of what we got available to us here? Cause that's All why right. people don't want us. They want the drops. The drops right, are the go. stars. Here you go. <laughs> I've got that one. Okay, good. Let me write that down. All right, good. Got that one. Uh, let's see. I've got this one. I laugh every time I hear it. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I laugh every time I hear it. I've got. Um, oh, I've got a classic here. I open up some salsa. Explodes all over my chest. We are set. We are so set. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh, you got it all. <laughs> okay, L- let's. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob. Yeah. Do you have McConaughey? Uh, let's see. Did I bring McConaughey with me? Just because it'll make me feel good. It is time to bless the mood. Are you ready to bless the mood? Are you ready to bless the mood? Are you ready to bless the mood? I don't have it. Sorry, you don't, I don't got have it. it. You got This is no. like, I don't know what it is. It a... Uh, Whatever the, I think it's the Gordon Ramsay show where the top chef are like, you will have to make a tomato soup and a side dish that includes everything except <laughs> pork. Everything that you have access to is a Winnebago drop, open up some salsa. <laughs> like That's what this is. It's like you have to make a podcast and all you have access to is Matthew McConaughey, Nick's Laughs, a Jacob, yeah, and uh, yeah, and you—that's th- what this is. That's it. And th- this is all. This is all I have to work with. And I'm gonna just—I guess—just do my best. You know, all I can do is all I can do. Hey. And that, frankly, is all I'm gonna do. Well, th- in the words of my high school football coach Chuck Mazursky, when we would we'd ride the bus to Seacrest Field, and it would be oh, dead boy. silent on the bus. On the Jerome Bettis, excuse me for not oh, you know, appropriately saying what mode of transportation we were on but he would stand up turn around to everybody on the bus and he would say 
Just do your best. Your best is good enough. Every game, no matter what, just do your best. Your best is good enough. And then he would get off the bus, and then we'd hand the ball off to Barrett Rude. And we would win the game. We would win the game, please. <laughs> Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. Pretty much he, good he could have stood up and said, and just basically said that, Nick, are you ready to hand it to Barrett Rude? Of like, <laughs> yes. yes, please. <laughs> are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. Thank you, Matt. So I did super regional uh, softball coverage over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then we didn't have, it was supposed to do Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, we only had two games on Sunday and one was in the afternoon. So they just said, ah, we're not going to do it. So I did my ESPN radio show in the morning, and then I didn't do anything the rest of the day outside of, you know, working out, bench pressing 300. <laughs> I knew it was coming. You know, I've, I've, I've torn pectorals before. Well, you're talking as if you're knowing something about this whole thing. Thank you. So, uh, and then I go and have an early dinner. You know who walks in? What? Uh, at the hotel restaurant is Mike Rooney, who I'm hosting the selection show with on Monday. Mm-hmm. And we start talking about the podcast. <laughs> and he listens to the podcast every every week, and he looks forward to it. And he starts, you know, he starts asking about you and us and the show and the future of the show. And I just said, ah, it's hitting a brick wall. We're done. And <laughs> And he asked a question that I had never thought about before. And he said, so I got a question for you. Christian Bishop, is he any relation to John? No way! (laughs) And I thought to myself, well, it is radio. It is a podcast. You don't know what they look like. And it makes sense that John Bishop would be so excited about perhaps his offspring doing well. John Bishop screaming about Christian Bishop. And I told him the truth. But then I was like, "Ah, I got to hear it again. Maybe he is related. Imagine how excited he'd be if he was related to him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is live audio of going back to John Bishop's son, Christian Bishop, being born. <laughs> I'm I'm the nurse helping out the whole situation. Then Christian Bishop is born, and boom. that's what This is what it sounded like, you know? I, I guess the audio of you is actually audio of his wife moaning. Oh, Christian Bishop! I mean, he made those like he made them all. Oh. You as the doctor saying Christian Bishop announcing his arrival, John being very excited, and then the wife going, oh. Oh, Christian Bishop. I mean, he made those like he made them oh. And he does say, whoa, mama. I mean, there's a lot there. Maybe it's possible. It is, it, is, it is possible that that was either the end of an NCAA tournament game or live audio of the birth of a child. It's not, we, we don't know for sure. Oh, Christian Bishop. I mean, he made those like he made them. Oh. So to recap, it is, they are not related. But no. it was, I thought it was a good question. That is a good question. Boy, you're pretty good at asking questions, aren't you, Mike Rooney? And according to Mike Rooney, 
He says, Trev Alberts. He goes, that's a great drop. He goes, that's one of my favorite drops. Wow, you're pretty good at asking questions. <laughs> uh, he, he was all on board. This is good. Um, this is good to get it because now, obviously, Mike had no Terrell Pryor relationship with the radio show. Like, he is strictly a pod. Like, he jumped in with the pod, correct? Correct. Okay, Correct. so that's yes. good. It's good to get a. It's good to get a sense of how people feel that that know nothing about 2009 to 2012. That's good. I'm glad Mike Rooney's a big fan. Yeah, and he's asking questions about you know, and he is pretty good at asking. Wow, you're pretty good at asking questions. Aren't but he's you? asking questions about the show and about the history and about how we got together and how that all came about and so you know, going through the oral history a little bit and right. so he's. He's curious, but then he's asking about drops. It's like, you know, we got to get some play-in tournaments, and we got to expand the field a little wow. bit. And he wants to expand very, the field. Very exciting. Wow. Yeah. He wants to expand yeah. the field. Look at him. Look at him. Yeah. Coming in as a fan and instantly he, wanting to change, just just expand the field. He wants more. I like it. He also uh, said, and I don't think I have it with me, but he did say that uh, he thinks there's a lot left in the bag with Kathy that we're not really probably using. I mean um, – he says we need to start using you're an excellent person. I was like, okay, because like, he thinks that's very underutilized and a great part of Kathy. Let me see. You're awesome, an excellent coach, and an excellent person, and I admire you greatly. See, I think he's right. But you're an excellent coach and an excellent person, and I admire you greatly. Yeah, that's it's good. Honestly, because we've, we've just used the I admire you greatly, but all you got to do is just, just expand it a little bit. Excellent coach, excellent person. I think that's good. I think that's good stuff. But you're an excellent coach and an excellent person, and I admire you greatly. So Thanks. that's Thanks, all I have man. to say. Enjoy Thanks. your bye. <laughs> Enjoy your weekend. Have a great season, the rest of it. Thank you very much. Take care, Bob. You too. All right. And that's how. <laughs> did we get a cat? Did Kathy? Okay. I'm, I've, because of the, the last. 10, 11 days of my life have just been cray-cray, as I, I think the kids oh, call geez. it these days. Uh, did Kathy call in to Trev? Or was this a Someone different... Someone thought it was Kathy, but I think it was a different Kathy. Oh. At least as far as I know. I think if it was the original Kathy, the original Kathy, I believe, would have been nice enough to let us know that she called in. Kathy, right. I mean, I figured it goes without saying, but we need to say it. Kathy, if you're listening... You need to let us know if you are ever planning on calling in to Husker Sports Nightly at any time, okay? We can't have you just going rogue on us and calling when we're not ready, right? You're an excellent talk show caller and an excellent listener, and we admire you greatly. But you're an excellent coach and an excellent person, and I admire you greatly. <laughs> I still can't believe you talked to her. That's great. Oh, gosh. Go back and listen to Kathy. That... um that podcast, I think it's just labeled Kathy and Alliance or Kathy. We had a half hour conversation. She's Amazing. Good. I did see we're Facebook friends. I think she's been kind of in and out of the hospital a little bit. She's Ooh, had some health issues. So okay. hope she's okay. Yeah. Hope she's okay. Right. Because she's, um, she's excellent. She's an excellent person. We admire her greatly. Yeah. And and I, I'm sure that those in the hospital, like you're an excellent patient and an excellent person. We admire you greatly. <laughs> But you're an excellent coach and an excellent person, and I admire you greatly. <laughs> Sorry, Kathy, we wish you the best. All right, Kathy, um, in room four, please. <laughs> Kathy out of the on the left wing, or Kathy out of the, the east wing of the house. Kathy in the lobby. Enjoy Thanks. your bye. Kathy from Adam Alliance. Let's come back closer to home and.
Kathy stuck in the elevator. <laughs> I mean, right. do we need to talk about the balloons? I have not. Sp- Hold on. I mean, okay. Oh, I need to wrap up the John Bishop conversation. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So the reason that I brought it up is because Brian, friend of the show, said son of John Bishop was just announced at the Lincoln Southwest graduation ceremony, immediately followed by a hearty yeah. Yeah! From someone in the crowd. Wonder who that could have been. Well. And then, uh. And then I tweeted from the Shikanik account. He's been doing it all dang ceremony. And then John said he was. <laughs> someone said, I need to know if John Bishop heard it. He said, drowned out by the pounding on the stool. That's what John Bishop. Hold on. Bishop. I mean, he made those like he made them. Oh, oh. Sounds awful. Oh, that's so good. That just gets um, better and better and better and better. C- couple of other tweets. Dave says, it didn't seem like my kids were getting into the show as much as I tried. Today, I was under my desk and commented that my daughter had accidentally pulled all the wires out. My son said she pulled all the wires. All the sports. He said, I'm like Paul Rhodes over here. I am so proud. You should be proud. You should be extremely proud. And I don't, I don't think I have access to Yeah, I figured you would. That's a, that's a deep drop. That's a 0-9-er, right? Because obviously that was the 0-9 yep. season. 0-9-0-10. Yeah. You have to go back to 0-9-0-10 for that one. Woo-wee! It's a double drop. It's like a triple word score in Scrabble. A drop and a drop right there. I mean, you have to go back to 0-9-0-10 to me. Yes, you do. Um, all right. The, uh, the balloon thing. Yeah, right after we finished recording and posted it, uh, Trev Alberts came out and said, no balloons, no balloons, no helium balloons, which I, I get. I'm surprised it lasted this long. I did like some of the responses to some of the tweets that were put out there that I saw, like, man, we, you know, we need a new tradition now. And someone said, I have an idea. How about winning? Oh, gosh. Which I thought was pretty good, but we did. We did have the, uh, there's a balloon in my boot. There's a balloon in my boot. That was Greg Sharp during a, after a touchdown call. Right. And he was very excited that there was a balloon in his boot. There's a balloon in my boot. And we're, we're not going to have that anymore. <sighs> I mean, does that render that drop useless or does it render it like incredibly important because there'll be no more balloons? Like if that were an NFT, that would be very valuable. There's a balloon in my boot. A non-fungible balloon token. There's a balloon in my boot. That's what that is, this is the NFT version of a drop right there. That's a perfect way to describe it. That's exact that's exactly right. That's exactly that's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So okay. So yeah, the balloon thing, it's it's you know, it's too bad, but it became it got front page news. You know, that's right. Kind of what Nebraska does. Like, yeah, why does it like it's important locally, but why does this have to be a big story? <laughs> This is embarrassing. <laughs> no more balloons. Shut up, man. Just keep it quiet. Jesus. We'll deal we'll with it ourselves. I love there was a God, forgive me for I can't remember which news outlet found a guy in the haymarket. They they found a guy in the haymarket that called for Trev Albert's job. <laughs> It was 
so good. And I love, I I don't think he even, I think he initially didn't want to say it. He gave like the, the heave ho, like get out, like with his hand. Like he's, I think Trev's got it, you Here. know. You ready? Yeah, give it to me. We got it? Yeah, this is one Huskers. This is from KLKN. Okay. The ABC and Lincoln. One Huskers fan felt deflated by the ending of the balloon release <laughs> tradition at football game. All right. Here we go. This is a guy in the Haymarket area. Right outside of Laszlo's. Might have had a pop or two. Here you go. I think maybe uh, Trev Alvarez should uh, be fired. Well, you know, I mean, this is a thing that's been going on forever. And, you know, you come in here and, I mean, Trev Alvarez should be the one that kind of knows this is a, an important game day tradition. And I'm not understanding why he would do this. <laughs> I yeah. mean- Gold. So you, you okay? Talk me through you. I'd imagine as whether it's I mean sports news, whatever. When you hit the streets and you try to interview random people, I would I, wouldn't you? I would guess ninety ninety five percent of the people you interview give you nothing, and then you are lucky enough every once in a while to just strike gold with one person that you find on the streets. In a million years, when. KLKN set out and departed upon downtown to try to get some fan reaction. They couldn't have ever thought in a million years they were going to get a guy to call, get a guy to call for Trev Alberts to be fired over the balloons being done. It's incredible. I mean, I I feel like when she walked back into the newsroom, that that news person, because there's just a person on the street, maybe a producer or someone. I don't think it was a genuine news reporter who got that. I think it's like, hey, you know, whether it's an intern or someone who works there, but I don't think it was a reporter. Oh, okay, right, right. Per se, just someone going to get sound. I had this image of the scene from Ghostbusters where Janine is on the phone and then she screams, We got one. Thank you. We got Yes. And then, then she hits the, like she walks in like we got one. This man on the street stuff. We didn't think we'd get anything. And then we got a guy calling for Trev Alvarez's job. Like you need the extremes. Like this is the greatest idea. It's good for the you know better for the economy. We understand it and for the environment. We understand it. Or you need Trev Alberts needs to go away and he needs to go away right now. Like you need one of them. One of the. I think maybe uh, Trev Alberts should uh, be fired. <laughs> Incredible! Did you hear what Trev had to say about that when he was asked if he should be fired? <laughs> what did he say? You know, it's a really good question, and I've thought a lot about that. I've been asked that a couple times. <laughs> so that guy obviously did not know the story. Like, no. I'm surprised he would do this. You know, right, oh, right. He should be fired. He should be <laughs> fired. Be over balloons. Yeah. Don't forget about Scott Frost not going to a bowl game last year or whatever. It has nothing to do with the lack of success of football, baseball, basketball. It has to do with the fact that really the air has been let out of the uh, the balloon of this whole athletic department. You need to go. <laughs> Time to pop your balloon, Trev. You're, you're out of here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is just, just too good. It's too good. Oh, man. Did you have any uh, – I mean – I felt bad for the people on the radio, John and Josh, or people that had to have like a legitimate discussion about the balloons. Like you f- probably felt like, I mean, it is May, you know what I mean? Like you got nothing really going. 
So you probably have to discuss it. And look at us. We're discussing it on a pod. But, I mean, if you have to have a take on it, I feel bad for you a little bit. I mean, because it's like, come on. You know, they need they need to win because all they have left are the traditions. And now the traditions are going away. Oh, golly. You're right. I mean, pretty sure they're going to say, hey, you know, we've had a fire marshal come in and say we shouldn't run out of the tunnel like that. <laughs> like, OK, there goes another one. All right. All right. OK. We had, a, we had a noise violation there for the tunnel walk music and the uh, audio coming out of the board. We can't do that anymore. Yeah. Quick time out here from the Chicken Nick podcast to tell you about our friends at Omaha Steaks. You know, there is nothing better than putting a nice steak on the grill, especially on Father's Day. And there's some, a little gift-giving wisdom from Omaha Steaks. Guess what? I want steaks. I'm a dad. All dads want steaks. And with Father's Day around the corner, there is no better gift than Omaha Steaks. Visit omahasteaks.com. Type in Chicken Nick in the search bar and... Our page will come up, our gift code will come up, and you can order the Dad's Want Steaks package. For just $99, this limited time package includes 16 mouth-watering entrees that your dad is guaranteed to love, like smoky, tender, bacon-wrapped filet mignons, gourmet jumbo franks, and their air-chilled boneless chicken breasts. And for a sweet finish, delicious caramel apple tartlets. Who's getting hungry just thinking about it? And as a special gift for our listeners, when you type Chicken Nick in the search bar and order the Dad's Want Steaks package, you'll also get eight free Omaha Steaks burgers. These burgers are full of bold, beefy flavor made from 100% Omaha Steaks. And now they're bigger than ever at a whopping six ounces. So don't wait. Send Dad or your husband or your grandpa or your son, whoever. Send them more than just a gift. Send them an experience he'll love and can share with you. Go to omahasteaks.com, type Chicken Nick into the search bar, and order the Dad's Want Steaks package. You'll get 16 entrees and four desserts, plus eight free Omaha Steaks burgers. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword Chicken Nick. There's been a new... uh... I don't know why the NCAA did this. There's been a new NCAA mandate that you can only license, sell, uh, promote your school colors for your shirts. And you can only choose two colors. You know, so obviously the black has nothing to do with Nebraska. So the black shirts are, are gone. You can not wear, promote any of that. So bye bye. How about that stretch? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where you were going. The NCAA said you can only license colors. Your school, your school colors. You, uh, that'd be that'd be so a bad deal. Black shirts. Like oh, you have God. to submit your two colors. Like oh gosh, it's got to be red and white. Black shirts done. It's over. <laughs> Had nothing to do with those black shirts, white shirts, yellow shirts, whatever the hell it is. I doubt you got that. No, don't have it. Okay. Let's Dang move it. on. Um, let's move on. A uh, couple of things. You want to get to the polls from last week? Of course I do. All right. Here we go. Do you believe Nick when he says that Marvin Liu was born at 644 p.m.? I'm disappointed. 63% that... said yes. 37% think you're a liar. Okay. Here's the thing. I literally today, I should have done it. I am. I was feeding Marvin Liu and... 
in the NICU. They like it's kind of cool. They like decorate it and they like hang little milestones up or whatever. And I was looking at like the de facto birth certificate and it gives the time of birth. It was six forty four. And incredible. I thought of this poll question. I was like, you know what? I need to freaking take a picture of this to prove <laughs> to people that I am not a liar. But okay, next time you okay, here we go. Next right. time I'm just so all you how many it was how many people thought I was a liar? 30 40 40 some percent. Well, let's see. 37%. 37% to 37% of the people I'm going to have photographic evidence that says checkmate my friend. Checkmate. <laughs> yeah. I do <laughs> Yeah. 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 Um, here's this one. Is Marvin Liu being born at 6.44 p.m. proof that God exists? Good question. 85% said yes. <laughs> now, this was pretty good. Guy responded, Husker fan man 1989 <laughs> says, Marvin Liu ball equals MLB. Makes sense because his dad likes pitching. I like pitching. Yes! Probably have Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball. Um, <laughs> 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 All right. Can you, can you tell the difference between Nick Baugh's laugh and the tornado siren? <laughs> 92% said no. So good. Oh, man. <sighs> what was the best part of the video podcast? Nick laughing? Or Schick trying not to laugh. Schick trying not to laugh, 61%. You were holding it in pretty good. You you have better self-control than me, newsflash. But you were holding it in pretty good. That was that was nice. My wife wishes I'd hold it in. Next poll question. Do you want more videos of the guys recording the podcast? 95% said yes see this is the problem is we are we're, we're supposed to be here for the people but because of t- t- technical difficulties we we are not recording today you be, it's Can't all because it. we you went on the road and it messed up our whole flow so there's no video yep. this week but so sorry for the 95 percent who said yeah 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 then I snuck this one in there. How much would you pay to have access to weekly wow. video clips of the wow. guys hosting the podcast? Fishing for stuff. 60% said nothing. Yeah, makes sense. 10%, 10% said something, and 30% said all the money. <laughs> all the sports. All right. Thank you, Rudy. A couple more here. We got to get to one poll that is just. I I am surprised at how the of at how this has played out. And it's because Does Nick's laughing did. face look like the laughing emoji? Eighty nine percent said said yes. I didn't realize that. I didn't yep. realize that. I'll take it though. Far worse emojis and to be associated with. Then, do you want to hear the entire Werner Berger interview from twenty twelve? Seventy six percent said yes, and then. Chris Gorman, who's a uh, big part of our Herdat Media crew, mm-hmm. he said, he tweeted, I might be in the minority here, but heard in context, I think Werner was impressed and delighted with the Nick Baugh question. And it's, it's hard to disagree. It is. And I never, 
You know, it's amazing how all it takes is for for one person to to say something or to point something out, and it makes you question what you've thought for a long time. For a decade plus, I assumed Werner was was kind of not a fan of the question, or you know, thought I was you know was not happy about that. But now I'm not sure. What do you? I mean, have you, upon further review, was he actually in? Because you put it to a poll. Well, you're talking as if you're knowing something about this whole thing. So I put it in the poll, and I did ask. Oh, by the way, uh, Scott responded and said, or Sean said, there's no doubt that Werner was actually excited that Nick had asked a thoughtful question. However, without context, the drop is much funnier if we treat it like Werner was being dismissive. So I still support treating the drop as such. <laughs> much I, funnier. I, You know what? I think I'm in agreement with that. The, the drop gets dramatically less hilarious if he's actually happy with me. But I did ask, was Werner Berger actually impressed and delighted with the Nick Ball question? 51% said yes. 49% said no. See? I don't know what to think. And, and one, of the resp- one of the responses, of course, was... Absolutely. <laughs> and then uh, another one, Del Boca Visca, Hardy Wallbanger, said... Well, you're polling as if you're knowing something about this whole thing. Well, you're talking as if you're knowing something about this whole thing. All right. What else do we need to uh, get to here before we before we say goodbye? I mean, you got any major thoughts on... So we're recording this on a Sunday. So Monday, you got, you're got in studio for the selection mm-hmm. show? Got the selection show. I have the... Uh, my, I, I did a voiceover open Whoa. Uh, that is going to run. There's like a tease where I voiced over some stuff. Do you, you have get it? A, yeah. You want to get a sneak peek here? Yes. Uh, let me see here. Omaha, Nebraska. Okay, that's how it starts, and that's all I'm going to say. Oh, wow. Jeez. All right. All right. I'll give you a little bit more. Home of the Men's College World Series since 1950. Oh, yeah. And then the end. This is the road to Omaha, oh. and it starts right now. Jeez. I mean, could I be more dramatic? That's going to be at the last part of it. You know what? You need to get slapped in the face right now. <laughs> How about I kick you in the pants right now? How about you bring my side of barbecue sauce right now? You guys got your chicken fingers, your french fries, all that. Can I get you anything else? Yeah. Why don't you bring my side of barbecue sauce? Right now. (laughs) Okay. Sorry about that. Be right back. (laughs) Dad, can can we stay up a little bit longer? How about you go to bed? Right now. (laughs) Dad, where was I born? Omaha, Nebraska. Ah! <laughs> All right, so that'll be. That's so dumb. <laughs> oh, that's really dumb. That might be the best one, though. <laughs> Where was I born? Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> All right. What city's right along the river across from Council Bluffs? Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> All right. Um, did you hear about this fantasy football argument? 
I, you know what? I've somehow, I have seen it on Twitter, haven't really listened or okay. figured out any content. So this is good. I will, I can experience, because everybody's right. acting like this is incredible. All right. So Jock Peterson is a player for the Giants, the San Francisco Giants. And he got into an argument, or I guess he got slapped by Tommy Pham, who is a left fielder for the Reds. His pregame, they're out in the outfield doing warm-ups or whatever, and Pham slaps him in the face. Like, well, what happened here? Well, apparently they were in a fantasy league together, and last fall, Jock Peterson put Jeff Wilson, a backup running back uh, on the 49ers, put him on IR and picked up another player because he was listed as out. So if he's listed as out, you can pick up, you can put him on IR and pick up a player that gets an extra roster spot, essentially. Fam didn't like that. <laughs> fam didn't like it at all. <laughs> Not today, fam. And <laughs> so he was upset, didn't like it, said you broke the rules. Well, Jack Peterson said, here are the rules. And he screen grabbed the rules, sent them to him. He said, you've done this too. And then later on in the season, and then I think this player fam quit the league, you know, four or five weeks in. But Jock Peterson later, when the Padres were struggling, he has buddies on the Padres, and he sent a gif that showed the Padres struggling. And fam, who has friends on the Padres, said, I don't know you well enough for this joke, and I don't like this. And he was upset. So let's let Jock Peterson explain. We were in a fantasy, fantasy league together. Uh... I put somebody, a player, on the injured reserve when they were listed as out and um, added another player. Uh, and then um, uh, there was a text message in the group saying that I was cheating uh, because I was stashing players on my bench. And then... Uh, I don't know. I looked up the rules and sent a screenshot of the rules. How it says that when a player is ruled out, you're allowed to put him on the IR, and uh, that's all I was doing. And then uh, it just so happened that he had a player, uh, Jeff Wilson, who was out, and he had him on the IR. And I said, "You literally have the same thing on your team, on your bench." And then I guess he was in two leagues, and in one of them he was on the IR, and one of them he wasn't. So maybe that was a confusion. But on the ESPN league we were in, it, it was listed as out. So it's like it feels very similar to what I did. Uh, and that was basically all of it. There's not much more to it. So uh, that was it. Wow. And uh, Tommy Pham was very upset. I guess I got the wires crossed there. Jeff Wilson was just an example that he brought up. Doc Peterson was, you know, trying to... And again, these are fantasy football things that, Nick, you wouldn't understand. Uh, no. I've expanded rosters on our... We've expanded rosters on leagues I've been in, so we don't have to deal with the IR stuff. You know, if you're, not, you. if you're injured or not, you know, you just you just deal with it. Nick! You, know, this is... you are a nerd! We got a nerd alert! You are a nerd. The way you do, the way you avoid all this is just daily fantasy. You don't got to worry about anything, any, any long-term commitments where you're dealing with IR and all that. You don't got to do that, okay? Or are you an IR Do you have Carl? Uh, were you in the locker room? I didn't see you. I can't believe it's amazing how just scrolling through Twitter. 
seeing people's reaction to it, see what it's about, but not actually listening to the videos or the, any of the audio. I thought they were like tongue in cheek, joking, arguing about like no. they were though. This was like a legitimate, real. It was disagreement that led to a human being getting slapped. Huh? I mean, this is, I cannot believe this is hilarious that this actually went to that level. Yeah. And, uh, Myron Metcalf on the Sunday morning radio show asked me, you know, when did this slapping stuff start? When did we get to slapping right. again? I was like, well, when Will Smith used paper to cover rock, you know, I mean, that's really. <laughs> wow. Is that good? And uh, it's true. But did you know that there is a 30 for 30 that they're making about this? Did you know? No, no. Yeah. They're making about, about this fantasy football thing. Okay. Um, they asked me to voice the trailer for it. I guess it's coming out in the ne- this summer. Okay. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yes, yes, Okay, yes, yes. good. All right, here we go. Okay. What if I told you that a fantasy football feud would become national news? That a player for the Cincinnati Reds would be most upset about somebody mocking the San Diego Padres? that someone would get more angry about the performance of his make-believe team than the performance of his actual team. That a man named Jock would become a nerd. That a waiver wire move in September would lead to a face slap in May. That placing a player on injured reserve would lead to a three-game suspension. That the best rivalry in baseball is not between the Yankees and Red Sox, but between the Fresh Prince of Hilaire and Hot Chub Time Machine. That the third string running back for the San Francisco 49ers would be more popular than the starting left fielder for the Cincinnati Reds. That a fight over fantasy football was the only way to draw interest to Major League Baseball. ESPN presents an all-new 30 for 30, Jock's GIF, when fantasy football hits the fam. Now that, be good. that's a 30 for 30 I'm really intrigued with. It's going to be good. That's I think good. it's going to be a really good, really good Ooh, special. That is, when, <laughs> Ooh, there's a lot of good lines in there. That was good. That was good. Chub time machine. There are a lot of a lot of them to to uh, pick from. Like how I met calf your mother. Gosh, that's good. I only did one. I only have done one full like real season of fantasy football, and it just was all the keeping up and setting your lineups every week were just was too much for me. <laughs> My I didn't have a great team name either. I was Team Brady Goats, and we. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a nerd! I am a nerd, and I love Tom Brady. Nerd. But yeah, so it's too much for me. It was too much, too much work. Understood. And uh, it is a lot of work for, you know, not a ton of reward. Uh, I want to get out of here with this. Speaking of the, um, the balloon deal, Mm -hmm. uncle Joe Scanlon read the news story on local four. And then uh, Travis Klineski, the meteorologist weighed in on it. Here we go. Alberts added that he will be working with the marketing department for an alternative. 
and we'll turn out to weather. Not a great day to release balloons today. I mean, just so. probably not a great day to be outside, yeah, out and no. about in general. Stay inside, <laughs> stay warm, curl up with a cup of coffee or something. Mm. And, I don't know. How are you guys feeling about the balloon thing? To me, it doesn't make a difference. Oh. I don't really care. You're That's not going to hear any more great not... lines from the radio booth, though. A balloon, there's a balloon in my booth. No more of that. <laughs> there's a balloon in my booth. There, is, there it is, Travis. And also... <laughs> Joe, I think Uncle Joe has ceded the throne to, all right, you did it again. I can't, you know, my mind's not going into places where yours is as quickly. I'm still learning on the job here. I just became a morning talk show host, and you've been doing this for years. I'm just trying to catch up here. Please, just let me be. I love, it's gotten to where Travis working in a drop, what makes it hilarious is Joe's reaction to it. It's just, oh, wow. That's just. I was had my guard up for that one too. I don't know how you got that past me. You know what I mean? It's great. And Alyssa still is just like, I will. I don't know. How are you guys feeling about the balloon thing? To me, it doesn't make a difference. I don't really care. You're That's not going to hear any more great not... lines from the radio booth, though. A balloon, there's a balloon in my booth. No more of that. <laughs> there's a balloon in my booth. There, is, there it is, Travis. There's a balloon in my booth. God. How do you think of these things so fast? <laughs> and Alyssa's caught in the middle of it as always like gosh good telling like, Scanlon wanted to go oh my god oh my right, god okay I just, oh come on man you're better than that man you know um, I'm on the road I got the selection show on Monday so we should you, you got stuff Marvin Lou good everything good Marvin Lou is pretty much made a request. Can I get some more oxygen, please? I need some help, please. Oh, great. Yeah, so no, he's he's still in the hospital. Uh, every, everything, you know, heart echo, labs, everything's good. Okay. Uh, just his, his oxygen, he's struggling with his oxygen at times. Uh, I think okay. the doctors think it's a little, uh, it's it's maybe some fluid on the lung or some sort of doing some things, yada, yada, yada. We're, we're working on it. He's, he's, he's doing okay, but he's still in the NICU. So we're, you know, we're doing, our, we're, we're, we're trying our, our best to get the guy home as soon as possible, but no, things are okay. Things are okay. Okay. You need to get some well, sleep because you have a big need, day tomorrow. Buddy. I need to get some sleep. I'm on the desk with Mike Rooney and Kyle Peterson. Um, hopefully I don't make, I guarantee you, I won't say Nebraska's big 12 champs tomorrow. Let's hope not. Yeah, because if I do, then someone got the wrong bracket because yeah, I don't think it's happening. Wrong on but, multiple um, levels this year. But you know what? We do need to end this podcast right now. I'm not happy about that. Chicken Nick, yeah! Chicken Nick, yeah! Chicken Nick show, yeah! Here we go! Yeah. Yes. I did my ESPN radio show in the morning, and then I didn't do anything the rest of the day outside of, you know, working out, bench pressing 300. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it was coming. (laughs) A Huda Media Production.